0: facebook and youtube at untitled wrestling podcast twitter twitch and discord at untitled Pod.
1: hello yes this is the untitled wrestling podcast um we are here to talk about nxt uk you can tell i am not been one, one of these intros for a while because it was all over the place there <laughs> um, my
0: name is jay joined by troy as always how are you mate all right mate. tired long day filming the graps at uh, wrestling resurgence in leicester <clears throat> Excuse me, at the Y Theatre in Leicester.
1: Great day. The, the podcast, Charlie Evans.
0: I mean. <clears throat> yeah, man. A, a banging match against uh, noir. Really, really good day. Um, but just long and exhausted. I was there from one o'clock, setting up the ring and everything like that, and then shooting everything. Um, but yeah, awesome. So I'm recovering from that. Aside hey. from that, I'm I'm good, mate. Are you?
1: Yeah, I'm just recovering from work, <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the post-work beers that happen when I I have a day off. <laughs> yeah, um, you got you got some uh, tidbits for us. Aye, we,
0: aye, I, I, I have. We go
1: into into it.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, January fifteenth, we do uh, time recording. So yesterday's date. Um, there are a few birthdays actually. Uh, in nineteen ninety, Tucker was born. Not to be confused with guy? no no, not to be confused with Tucker of Heavy Machinery. Oh, is it the
1: Irish Tucker. The Irish
0: Tucker. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. More on that later.
1: who's actually. in the in the UK tournament, like, oh, I've got the best super kick ever. And then it was just shit. <laughs> also
0: on this day in 1987, Kelly Kelly. Uh in 1970, uh Sweat McMahon, aka Shane McMahon. Uh I, I'm, and
1: I'm I'm gonna have to go on there Vince's Twitter RNA to see what the birthday message was like this year.
0: <laughs> uh and also in 1944 strong Kobayashi uh there were a couple of deaths unfortunately on this day as well uh in 19, in 2006 rather uh Ricky Romero in 2020 uh Rocky Johnson and in 2017 uh, Jimmy Snooker there were however a couple of pay-per-views on this day as well um Actually, this one isn't a pay-per-view. It was just a TV taping, but I wanted to mention it because it was it was the dark days of WWE, um, okay. of which there are many. Uh, but this is on 2008. This is this is when they tried to revamp the ECW brand. So it's a TV taping. And, oh, and <laughs> we, had, we had tag team action, mate. An absolute clinic in tag team wrestling. Uh, two minutes, 58 match, which is John Morrison and The Miz versus Robbie McAllister and Rory McAllister. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, no, no. we also had Kane squashing Colin Delaney in one minute. We had Shelton Benjamin defeating Nunzio in three minutes and six seconds, and then an absolute banger lasting just over eleven minutes. Chavo Guerrero defeated CM Punk by count out. Oh yeah, WWE, Cw, ladies and gentlemen. However, that was the got- first
1: time they almost fought Punk up, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However just, just in an update as well Vince hasn't wished Shane a
0: happy birthday Wow <laughs> <laughs> i love to see it. <laughs> we we'll move on to something a bit lighter though uh, And as you alluded to earlier uh, On this day in 2017 WWE presents the United Kingdom Championship Tournament Day 2 Oh yes This is the first uh, UK Championship Tournament and in the opening match, it was a data match. Saxon Huxley and Tucker, not heavy, heavy machinery friend of the podcast, Tucker. Tucker with with the most bang it's average, bang average super kick. Tucker. He literally um, just jumps as he's hitting it. That's all he does. He, jumps, <laughs> he just does a little hop as he's hitting it. <laughs> <laughs> they defeated the team of Nathan Cruz and the Driller Dan Maloney. Topland of the podcast, friend of the podcast, Dan Maloney. Uh, then in the opening match. Pete Dunn defeated uh, Sam Gradwell. Mark Andrews defeated Joseph Connors. Wolfgang defeated Trent Seven. Tyler Bate defeated Jordan Devlin. Uh, Pete Dunn then defeated Mark Andrews. Tyler Bate defeated Wolfgang uh, for Tyler Bate. And Pete Dunn to advance to the final. Uh, and just before we got that final match, Neville defeated Tommy End, a.k.a. Malachi Black.
1: I remember that. that I remember that. It was a fucking excellent. banging match. Yeah. I'm so happy we're about to get that um in AW. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That that was cool. That was a really cool moment. Um and then in the final of the first ever United Kingdom championship, Tyler Bate defeated Pete Dunne uh in a four and a half star match, lasting fifteen minutes to become the first the ever WWE United Kingdom champion. The
1: second one was way better, like, wasn't
0: it? Why?
1: They want to take over.
0: Takeover
1: Blackpool. Won. No, no, the Takeover Chicago where people. won. Oh,
0: you mean their match? Sorry, I thought you meant the second United Kingdom Championship.
1: No, no, the, the second. Oh, t-
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, this was good, but their, their Takeover one was wasn't a match of the year.
1: I've. Yeah, it was.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, on a on, what I think's the best Takeover. Which one? Takeover Chicago. Chicago. That's the one yeah. where champ turns on Gargano, wasn't it? Yeah, and we got we got authors of pain versus uh, DIY and a lot yeah. of matches. Yeah,
0: it was, it was, it's definitely up there for the best. I think yeah. it was that, and was it Philadelphia? Did it Was it Philadelphia? Did it? Was it Philadelphia?
1: F- was the one with Andrew Daddy versus Gargano? Yeah, yeah, that was New cool. Orleans as well, where it had Gargano ah, there. Yeah, and, the the and it wasn't
0: ladder. it. Um, Alistair Black and is that Andrew Daddy? Was that New Orleans? I can't remember Don't now.
1: No. Let's
0: have, have a look. Let's have a look. Take uh, over I, New I, Orleans. Uh it was, yeah. Yeah. Alistair Black and Andrew Daddy. Yeah, man.
1: I, I do have a tidbit for the 15th as well.
0: Do you? I. Yeah. In
1: 2006... TNA presents final re- resolution.
0: No, oh, don't worry about it.
1: This is because because fucking...
0: because I've got one. I've got TNA final resolution for the 16th as well. But go on.
1: Wait, wait, till, wait till you bought this card.
0: Right. Um. In the what opening match, this?
1: 2006. Right. Okay. In the opening match, uh, Alex Shelley, Austin Aries, and Roderick Strong defeated Chris Sabin, Matt Bentley, and Sunjay Dutt. Um, BG James and Kip James, the New Age Outlaws or the the Voodoo <laughs> Kim Mafia as they were called. Fuck defeated David Young and Elix Skiffer. Don't worry about it. In the third match of the night, AJ Styles defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi. Behave! In just just over 11 minutes.
0: (laughs) Imagine (laughs) just throwing that in the middle of the card.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Sean Sean Waltman, a.k.a. X-Pac, defeated Raven in a Ravens rules match with special guest referee Larry Zabisco. (laughs) Um, Bobby Roode defeated Ron The Truth Killings. Abyss defeated Rhino. Um, America's Most Wanted, Chris Harris and James Storm defeated their team 3D, the Dudley Boys, uh, for the NWA tag team titles. Samoa Joe defeated Christopher Daniels for the X Division title. And in the main event, Christian Cage and Sting defeated Jeff Jarrett and Monty Brown. Wow. Fucking top shagger, Monty Brown.
0: (laughs) Top top shagger. Everybody into the Serengeti. Um, Okay, let's move on to the 16th of January. Um, there's a handful of birthdays here, I don't recognize any of them. That's uh, awesome. electric boy, Aaron Insane, Diana, uh, Diana La Carosa, uh, Mascara Anno G- uh, 2000 Jr., Takahashi Sakaka, uh, Sasaki, Rick Bogner, Conscience, Boris Dragunov. Rick,
1: Rick Bogner is fake
0: Razor Ramon. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Boris Dragoff, Sir Oliver Humperdink, and Joe Scapello. <laughs> I, I don't recognise any.
1: Oliver Humperdinck, I remember the. I remember his name. He was a manager for. Um, doesn't fucking. Oh here we go. No, doesn't, no, doesn't say he was manager. He was manager for someone in WWE.
0: Okay. He's got a hell of a beard.
1: He, he's got a great mullet, as well. <laughs>
0: Uh, we'll move on to a couple of pay-per-views 2005, TNA presents Final Resolution Yes, boy uh, open, <laughs> Opening match BG James, Conan and Ron Killings defeated Christopher Daniels, Kazarian and Michael Shane Elix Skipper defeated Sanjay Dutt Dustin Rose defeated Kid Cash Eric Watts defeated Raven Jeff Hardy defeated Eric- Scott Hall With Roddy Piper as special guest referee
1: I bet there was a lot of drugs in that match
0: I mean, it got one star, so probably yes. Uh, triple threat elimination match. Monty Brown defeated Diamond Dallas Page and Kevin Nash.
1: Oh, see, they're pouncing everybody. <laughs> Chris, of the
0: Chris Harris and James Storm defeated Bobby Roode and Eric Young. Uh, that was for the NWA tag team titles. That got that got four and a quarter stars. Uh, AJ most, Styles, second.
1: America's most wanted foot before... They- Chris uh, Chris Harris became fat in the uh, Raiden Walker.
0: <laughs> oh god. Oh dear. Um where are we? AJ Styles defeated Chris Sabin and Pete Williams in an ultimate X three-way uh, to retain the NWA X Division title and in the main event Jeff Jarrett defeated Monty Brown to retain the NWA World Heavyweight title. Because of, because, because of course, Jeff Jarrett wins. Uh,
1: Garrett wins the reign, of, the real reign of terror. Jeff Jarrett. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Finally, we'll go to 2000. We'll go to the dying days of WCW. Ah, oh, I was hoping you were going to do this. I saw this on the list. WCW presents sold out. Oh, oh so oh, in man. a in a catch as catch can match, Billy Kidman defeated Dean Malenko. I'm not having that.
1: I I've got I've got a funny um fact about this match, actually, because if yeah. you look at the time, it's two minutes and 36 seconds. That's correct. So, basically, what happened was, one of the rules was you couldn't leave the ring. Dean forgot that. And two <laughs> minutes of the match, rolled out the ring and got the
0: <laughs> Outstanding. You love to see it. Uh, second match of the card, Vampiro defeated Crowbar and David Flair. Uh, Big okay. Veto and Pardon?
1: Friend of the podcast, Krober.
0: Indeed. Uh, Big Vito and Johnny the Bull defeated Don Harris and Ron Harris. Do you know who Johnny the Bull is? Stop it. I know who he is. You know who he is? I know exactly who he is. Don't worry about it. Rally. I know who it is. (laughs) That's killer backwards. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Big Vito and Johnny the Bull defeated Don and Ron Harris. Oklahoma defeated Medusa. Uh, to become the WCW Cruiserweight Champion. Uh, Brian Nobbs defeated Fit Finlay, uh, my dad Meng, and Norman Smiley in a Fatal 4-Way in- uh, for the WCW Hardcore title.
1: In no world does Brian Nobbs defeat Haku. Absolutely fucking not. Especially if there's weapons involved. Haku's yeah. a weapon on his own. Haku's,
0: Haku's a walking broken. weapon.
1: <laughs> Bites his fucking nose off like he
0: did that fella that one time. <laughs> Billy Kidman defeated Perry Saturn. Oh, Billy Kidman pulling double duty! Um, or oh, juicy move. Defeated uh, Perry Saturn in a bunkhouse match. Booker T defeated Stevie Ray via DQ. Tank Abbott knocked out Jerry Flynn. Buff Bagwell defeated Diamond Dallas Page in a death match. Apparently, that wasn't. Uh, death. I just say I don't think it was a death match, was it? Uh, the Wall defeated Billy Kidman. Billy Kidman on triple duty. Uh, In a steel cage match, Kevin Nash defeated Terry Funk in a hardcore match, and in the main event to become the new WCW World Heavyweight Champion, Chris Benoit defeated Sid Vicious.
1: Fun fact about that match as well, just to round off the fun facts for the show. Um, After this show, Chris Benoit uh, dropped the WCW title and um, quit WCW, and him, Dean Malenko, Perry Saturn, and Eddie Guerrero all showing up on Raw the next day. Really? The Radicals, yeah.
0: I remember when they showed up. I didn't realize it was, it was immediately after this.
1: It was literally the day after this paper year. Wow. Yeah.
0: Ha. Awesome. Nice. There's your tidbits. Just you talk about NXF UK.
1: Let's. Um, so the show starts with a part of the tag team title number one contenders tournament. Easy for me to say. Uh, stars and Mastiff against Defamilia. Um Early on, lots of Matt wrestling from uh, Jack Stars on Raja. Uh, Mastiff just tags in and cleans house. Um, the early control is Stars and Mastiff. Um, Dempsey pulls tayman out of trouble, and then DeFamilia take control of uh, Stars by trapping him in the ring apron. Just keep keep control for quite a lot of the match. Uh, tayman tries to t- trap Stars again in the apron. Stars um, evades, makes a hot tag. Mastiff just cleans house again. Uh, it's a really cool looking shotgun drop kick and sent on combo. Onto oh Tem- yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that was good.
1: Um, and then as the referee's distracted by Taiman Tem- trying to get back into the ring, uh, Dempsey attacks Stars and then Gallus just ap- appear and start rolling with De defam- Familia. And uh,
0: this is this is a thing that is going to continue for weeks now.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, Stars and Mastiff pick up the win thanks to Gallus' distraction.
0: Yeah, I've got a bit of an issue here. Like, the distraction saves Teoman and Roger, Roger a little bit. They really need a win here.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's too early for them to be losing, they've even just, if it's distraction.
0: Like, yeah, they've, they've just formed them as a faction. And to my... Like, that I can't remember. <clears throat> um, When was the last time they got a win? Like, Teoman... Lost in the Heritage Cup tournament. Charlie Dempsey
1: me. beat um, beats, uh, Joe Coffey in his first match as a member of Defamilia.
0: That's been it, though.
1: And they they beat Gallus thanks to the distraction from Charlie Dempsey.
0: Mm. But
1: I, I agree that there's a lot of kind of... There's not been any clean victories for Defamilia. Mm. Um it, it feels almost like the kind of Peter and I was already, and I don't want them to kind of... It's still so early... I don't want them to just be fed to Gallus, which is what I'm quite worried is going to happen, mm. as is the case with a lot of kind of exciting teams. Look at um, Symbiosis, for
0: example. Yeah, yeah. Also, where are the rest of the tag teams? Like, they're, they're doing like, oh, there's a tag team tournament to, de- to determine the number one contenders. There's four teams in it. There's more than four tag teams in NXT UK, surely. Um... I remember when that, like, opening episode, no opening episode, but like when, when they brought out all the tag teams to kind of show right, this is the tag division. There were definitely more than four there.
1: Subcult, subculture injured. Um, oh, yeah. Pretty deadly on in the tournament. Because Which is Barmy. Um, yeah, because they've got the whole storyline going on with Sam Gradwell. Uh Darren Shaw could have been a team. Should be in there. I've obviously known Dar's got other things going on with the Heritage Cup. Um, yeah, it is a bit odd, but I'm I'm not, I mean it it's still quite a small roster, isn't it? I'm not I'm not against a four a fourteen tournament.
0: Doesn't really feel like a tournament. Like a no. four to, like if you're gonna put together a number one contenders like match for, for any belt, whether it's a tag team, whether it's a singles belt, and you've only got four teams or four individuals in it, doesn't need to be a tournament. Just make it a multi-man match.
1: Yeah. Because like it, it's it's
0: a waste of time. Oh, it's a tournament. Yeah, but there's three matches in it. It's
1: unless that's unless that's why they've done it as a tournament to kind of like differentiate it from the fact that they've done multi man matches in the past.
0: That's the thing, though. But my, my and I'll probably talk about it more at the end. But I don't feel like they rely on stip. And I'm not saying they should rely on it all the time. It doesn't seem like there's as much reliance on stipulations when it could really heighten something like this. And just do like a briefcase, you know, like they do for war games and they have like the war games, mm. um, what's it called? Um, the adva- Like the well, war well, games okay. advantage match. Yeah, just do that. But it's a briefcase, as so no one can tell it. Or like whatever. But just, yeah, it, it kind of, it, it shows up how little teams there are in the tag division at the moment. I mm. say that's oh, a tournament, but there's only four teams in it. Then just do a multi-man match.
1: Yeah, they could always as well like bring in like teams from like the Indies, like, um, oh, what's, what's Danny Jones's team called Greedy Souls? Greedy Souls, yeah. Um, or even just like what, what they do on Raw and just throw teams together to make a yeah. fucking tournament,
0: or like they do for the Dusty Cup, yeah.
1: Like at the end, at the end of the day, they, they could get away with kind of going, Oh, yeah, um, we're not. We're not using this guy, we're not using this guy. Let's just put him in the team for this tournament. Yeah. Because they've got anything else going on. Just
0: pads it out a little bit more. Like I know saying that, like, we've often complained before and gone, oh, they just cobbled teams together for the sake of it. But like at least got- at least there's four
1: established teams. Yeah. Yeah. Well, three and stars and mastiff. they're not really established, are they? are kind of they're kind of the thrown together one.
0: They are, but they've been together for a while now. Like, they, they built that storyline for a while. Whilst they are coupled together, like, they have built that up over, not even weeks, like, a good few months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's there's plenty of individuals on that roster that they, they could put together, arguably, as a tag team for something like this. Like, where the fuck is people like Levi Muir not seeing him on TV in God knows how long?
1: I wonder if he's still there. I don't know. That's the thing, like... They don't They don't really kind of, like, Publicize when they've released someone, do they no. from the UK? They just kind of like show up on the indies like Joseph Connors and go, well, I'm not a
0: yeah. I'm not there anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's his name? Who's the the French guy that's covered in all the tattoos that's in WXW? Oh that well. came over for one or two matches. Forget right. his name, like he's fucking awesome. But there's loads of people at like that. And you're just like, Where are these people? Yeah. Like you could tag like Danny Jones and uh what's his name? Who's the Josh Morrow, or like the the Bradley big, wild, and well, yeah, exactly. Like, and big just pad out flag. that. Like, I'd like to see that a bit more.
1: Yeah, just giving those that like, chance. Yeah, even if it's like just kind of like an enhancement match, but like the first round of the tournament. It's still kind of establishing them more as a team. Exactly. And if you've if you have got new viewers who are like, well, what's going on here? Yeah. They can can grasp. Oh yeah, that these guys are a big deal because they won, they won this match. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it's it's a bit weird. I I I was kind of well, I say kind of. I was really disappointed in this match just because there was too much kind of outside interference for my mm. liking. Was, mm. Like the Dempsey stuff was fine because it was like it was when the refs back was there, but then Gallows coming out and brawling with them and it just seemed, felt a bit like.
0: Also, like you're to do too why much. aren't Gallows in this? If Teoman and Roger, Roger are yeah, in this, why aren't Gallus in it? Gallus are another tag team. Fuck Gallus. You need to fucking <laughs> It does stop seem trying, that like there's... this. Gallus a thing. <laughs> there's three or four tag teams there in NXT UK that aren't in this tournament. This could easily be an eight-team tournament. Yeah. but for whatever reason, it's not.
1: Get us some greedy souls for the boys. or oh,
0: Kings of the North. I oh, was just about to say Kings I was watching some ICW earlier Kings on. Kings of the North. Imagine Bonesaw just fucking tossing people around. Yes, boy. I was only watching that earlier on. Some ICW. Bonesaws and legs. The They're ICW tag champions. Or oh, yeah. they are. They aren't. It's contentious,
1: they, but yeah. The TNT tag champs again, though. No. They
0: are? Aye.
1: Two times. Well, I think two times. They, they yeah. won them back the way off um, the She-Wolves.
0: Okay.
1: Um, after getting murderised by someone and then the She-Wolves coming up and killing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway, next we get um, Jordan Devlin versus Ilya Dragunov, hype vignette. Uh, more kind of like Patrick Bateman-esque uh, energy from Jordan Devlin here. Very kind of cold and callous and he's he's very like anti against having a family because he sees it as like an inconvenience. Inconvenience. In <laughs> yeah. um, Ilya kind of leans into the whole I'm a family man more um and then it at the end it just says two weeks time. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. We're getting this in two weeks. I can't which, fucking wait.
0: Which makes me think that the TV tapings are next week because yeah they didn't shoot this while I was there. And I was at the last set of TV tapings. So unless there's been one in between that yeah, I haven't heard about, it must did, be next week.
1: Did um they shot it all out of order, didn't they, all?
0: they did, but there was nothing on the, the Thursday while I was there
1: and they usually they usually open the tapings as well with um, a title mess, don't you?
0: yeah and also the, vine- the the in-ring promo that they showed the other week between Off and Devlin mm. was shot on the day I was there so there's no yeah. way they shot that and had the match the day before so they haven't shot this yet which makes me think that the tapings will be next week if this is in two weeks time
1: the, well He's needs to pull a finger out and do it. also Jordan Devlin was quite excited about the prospect of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast being there
0: it was was he top top lad Jordan Devlin
1: ah. here's my birthday
0: is he aye
1: yeah and MJF. you know top top sort of the earth guys <laughs> <laughs> and cheeky Baby as well another shot of the earth guy <laughs> um, yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to this match I think they're going to kill each other yeah man stiff, very, as very stiff as a board
0: stiff as a board
1: Stiff as Aaron watching GCW. Um, <laughs> or baguettes. Or, or, unless Jeff Jarrett shows up then he cries. Um, <laughs> or Mac <Matt> Cardona. <laughs> the, King the of the Deathmatch, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, on, he's, on the, he's on the Mount Rushmore. Him, <laughs> um, Anita, Teddy Funk, Sick Nick Mondo. Who? Don't worry, buddy. Sick Nick Mondo, he, he's a, he's a Deathmatch legend. Okay. Um, he also, um, you know that Mox video? When Mox like is um is like ninety days Or oh, when he become a free agent, he released that yeah. video, like, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. actually, produced that. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he does a lot of like vignettes for uh, wrestlers nowadays more that's than wrestling. It's cool. going into the G- the indie wrestling Hall of Fame next week.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's cool.
1: Which is the day before John Moxley's match, back.
0: Sweet.
1: against Top Shagger Homicide. Um,
0: do a 187. Oh
1: my mate, I want to see all the cop killers.
0: <laughs> all of them.
1: All of the cop killers. I wanted to cop kill and mock so many times. <laughs> um anyway, speaking of uh, murders, we go to a Mel versus the fourth dimensional.
0: did you not mention the the Walter video packages? Or are we just glossing over don't,
1: those? Don't worry about that. I've got it all in one, one lump later on.
0: Ah, okay, cool. Oh, cool. Don't
1: worry about it. It's, okay. it's fine. It's in the notes It's just later on Because I thought I'd just merge it into one Ah fair um, do Yeah so uh, Ginny's on commentary And She was fucking fantastic On commentary Right I I, I adored her on commentary I think the so complete fun.
0: opposite It absolutely did my fucking head in I thought I didn't like the fact It kept going to the shot her
1: on commentary Because it overshadowed What was going on Like
0: We know she's there We know yeah. she's on commentary Because you can hear her voice You don't need to cut to it Every single, literally every single minute, and also yeah. if you're going to come to her or you're going to talk to her, why does it always have to be based on fashion? I get it, You gimmick's the the fucking fashionista. Why? Oh, what do you think of her clothes? What do you think of his clothes? I don't give a shit. Concentrate well, on the match.
1: Speaking of clothes, did you see the Stevie Turner's got four D on again? I know. Fuck off! It's the fourth time. She's... So all the other competitors, Troy, they're they're only in the, oh, the third time. I hate you. <laughs> I can't believe you've <laughs> done this. <laughs> This establishes that Stevie Turner's in the fourth dimension.
0: I hate you so much. I can
1: not believe you've done this.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the, whole, the whole Ginny thing on commentary absolutely I, kicked
1: I, my head in. I thought she was entertaining. I didn't like the camera cuts to her every time because it was like, they don't, they've not done that when they've had Pretty Deadly on commentary. They've done it a bit, but they've not done it overly.
0: Yeah, um, my my gripe was not just the constant cut back and forth, it didn't add anything to the match. It didn't add anything to the country. She, she was uh, there so that her I and Nigel uh, McGuinness could belittle everyone else.
1: Well, I think the whole point was she was there to belittle Mel because it's obviously built into Mel versus Jimmy, Ginny. Mm. Um, and that's why she was belittling Mel a great deal during the match. And I thought, I thought that was brilliant in the sense that she was just like, oh, yeah, she's shown a feeling. She's pathetic. Uh, just, I'd rather have gone. I was going to say, I thought she just did really good uh, heel work. Um,
0: I would rather have seen her at ringside just shouting at her than be on commentary. Being on commentary is more of a distraction nah, because the focus Sam seemed Bradford to be... I do remember that. It's terrible. It, oh, yeah. It wasn't great. And it, I completely distracted from the match. But this also distracted from the match just yeah, as much. that's Yeah, true. It, 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 it annoys me when they do stuff like that. And it annoys this whole thing... Where they and they did it for a while with like Byron Saxton, didn't they? Where he had to be the butt of every joke. And mm. then, and and now they're doing exactly the same. Like
1: top sugar on these shepherds.
0: Yeah, it just it, it wears thin very, very quickly mm. for me. And I, I couldn't invest I, in the match at all. And this is this is someone I and mean, ma- we're meant to suddenly care about because they've turned their face mm. and were meant to be like, Oh, okay, she's revitalized and this, that, and the other. But the focus seems to be more on about what Ginny wanted to say rather than what Amel was doing in the ring.
1: I think it was leading up more towards what was going to happen later in the in the show. Um, the match itself, I mean, there wasn't really much to it. Uh, Turner tries to attack Amel before the bell um, and controls a great deal of the match. And then Amel, Amel has like flashes of kind of like coming up. up. I think the whole idea is obviously she overcomes advi- adversity, and that's what she did in this match. Um, mm. She hits a big shotgun drop kick, a Brosky and a hope breaker to pick up the win. And uh, Stevie Turner's bleeding from a cheek as well. She is. Yeah. Which looked uh, looked a bit gnarly. Looks like it was from that boot from
0: that Brosky boot.
1: Yeah. It looked it looked like she had like it, it looked almost like the zip from a boot had just like scraped her face. <laughs> it, it was fucking horrible. She put some um, mustard on it. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, a zips are also in the fourth dimension. Um, oh,
0: for fuck's sake.
1: That the rest of us just third dimension though, because right. Stevie's cool. there and she's like she's the fourth.
0: I'm glad we've clarified all, that.
1: All the other, uh, really,
0: uh, really pleased we've we've got to the, the bottom something. of that. And and yeah. I'm reminded of it every week that she appears as well because I often forget.
1: But so you if, you need to kind of reinforce. just to that be reminded,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: She, she's like Cyberpunk 2077, and the other competitors are like The Witcher Three. <laughs> easy way to remember. Um,
0: incidentally, both made by the same people. Is that why you said it?
1: Yeah, yeah. And this-
0: also, so Witcher 3's got three in it. <laughs> right, right. Also, also the both games part. are broken. Whoa, whoa, The Witcher 3 isn't... I mean, it was when it came out. It isn't now, though. It's fixed. No, it's because it's had long enough to be fixed. Yeah, the Cyberpunk
1: will be working in, like, what, what year are we on? 2022. Come next year, sad so- <laughs> will <laughs> well, be fine um don't worry about it anyway um we go to um Sid Scarlett's office and pretty deadly come in and some banging game blouses oh yes um, and <laughs> Sid's like oh um uh, do, do, uh, is this about the tag team title tournament and then and he's like well, forget about that for a minute this is about Sam Gradwell he called us stupids and yogurts. Um, <laughs> it was the way
0: he went. He called him a stupid and me a stupid. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm smart, boy. <laughs> he's like, I'm smart, boy. i got to see him, Matt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then uh, the demand the, the match against... Uh, well, the demand Gradwell, gets fired or fined. And Scarlet makes Gradwell and a mystery partner versus pretty deadly. And they're like, huh, he's got no friends. It's going to be a handicap match.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> And then Sid Scholar ends it by going, I see he's a good grade.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you see Sam Gradwell's Twitter? No. Um, He's basically posting up on his Instagram. um, Sorry, not his Instagram, his Twitter, uh, trying to find a partner, and he's adding various people. So um, what's he said here? James Drake, GYV, said, oh, mate. We'd love that. However, we're a little preoccupied with the Dusty Classic round the corner. Have you asked Johnny Saint? Um, he said, uh, what was it? Why didn't I think of that? You're the best. Johnny Saint, sir, you're undeniably the man of a thousand holes. If we combine our skills, then we'd be at least the men of 1,006 holes. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> and then someone's responded with a gif of, of it, um, of Pennywise. And he said, oh, how do I get a hold of him? He's also... Uh, on the phone to customer services says terrible customer services the search for a partner continues he also added Walter and said "Um, you know what's more sacred than Matt's mates we've had some good times haven't we remember when I said all right, mate and you kind of grunted at me and didn't even look at me you old joker what do you reckon to stay for one more match in NXT UK and be my partner next week (laughs) brilliant (laughs) Twitter's just full of it Uh, he's also added Liam Gallagher and ask him if he wants to be his partner next week.
1: Has he got back to him?
0: I don't think so.
1: Imagine if Liam Gallagher's his partner, that'd be fucking brilliant.
0: Oh, God. Pretty that'd, deadly that'd, fucking milk him back to Manchester.
1: Just fucking cross the swords. <laughs> <laughs> cross the swords, him and Gradwell at the same time, pair of yogurts. <laughs> I mean, Sam Gradwell, to be fair, he's got lots of friends. He's got his own um, podcast about grime music. Has he? Yeah. No way. Yeah, he does interviews him with grime artists. Sam Grabwell
0: does not strike me as a man that listens to grime. Fair no. play.
1: You, usually in Blackpool, in front of like one of the arcades on the waterfront. That's awesome. Yeah. Top lad. Um. Next, we got the thing that Troy was angry at left. I'd left out earlier.
0: Oh, I wasn't um, angry. Whilst, I, was just, I was miffed.
1: I thought you'd NXT UK career retrospective. So earlier in the night, the show. The debut of Walter and him uh, challenging Pete Dunham winning the title. I forgot about that power bomb off the top row. Oh, yeah. That, I, I need to go back and watch that match because mm. I remember it flapping. No pun intended. We could do uh, that.
0: We could do a watch back of just Walter's like best matches from when he came into it. I'd, you know. To be
1: honest, I'd, I'd be well up for doing like a retro watch along of some takeovers. Yeah. And uh, we also, as, as was mooted on a Discord yesterday, talking Chopper yeah, I Mania 1 and 2.
0: Definitely need <laughs> you the, love that. <laughs>
1: definitely need I I need as much of the Nature Boy Paul Lee as I can possibly get. <laughs> the, the, only, the only officially endorsed Ric Flair impersonator on the planet.
0: What? Officially endorsed Ric Flair impersonator? Yeah. That's the thing.
1: Yeah, that's his name's the Nature Boy Paul Lee. And he's basically right. just he's just he's just a shit Rick Flair.
0: Well <laughs> <laughs> like Charles Robinson.
1: But, no worse than Charles Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on Talking Chopper Mania 2, he has his own version of Evolution. I won't won't spoil who the members are, but it's fucking brilliant. Okay. It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, (laughs) We need to to do a watch along with both of them. Um, But anyway, back to Big Daddy Walter. Um, So yeah, then it shows um, his feud with Ilya as well. It's a real shame that obviously the pandemic kind of scuppered what I think would have probably been more so one of the most important title reigns of this generation. Yeah. I feel like if Walter had kind of like had the time to be able to actually be a dominant champion, mm. a lot of people would be kind of showing that Reign a lot more respect than going, "Oh, well, he didn't wrestle for like a year of the Reign because mm. COVID." Yeah, um, yeah, they did. They did also just <laughs> just ignore the match with Joe Coffey. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh. They,
0: they did uh, mention they were like oh we fought this person and they did say Joe Coffey they showed like a, a little snippet of it but they, they certainly didn't pay much attention or, mm. or the fact that he fought him twice yeah just because <laughs> it wasn't really anyone else
1: no Joe Coffee is basically like the guy you just like kind of, like Dolph Ziggler of the um yeah NXT. you just bring him up for like feuds he shouldn't be in <laughs> um and then try and make him a thing and then just forget he's there.
0: Stop trying to make Joe Coffee a thing.
1: Stop trying to make Gallus a thing. They're like the fetch of NXT UK. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, then it, it culminates and obviously the Ilya Walter match, um, it was really, really well put together. It, it kind of yeah. like, it, it kind of shown that Waltz is kind of like the backbone of NXT UK. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, there's going to be a massive hole left by him mm-hmm. literally figuratively because he's fucking huge. Yeah.
0: Yeah yeah yeah. So, I say that he looked very trimmed though. He's yeah. lost all the weight. Well, not all the weight but he's yeah, just looks really he's trim. Good, like like
1: when, lost a lot of weight.
0: Yeah. Well like yeah. when um Sha Samuels like slimmed right down, looked really lean. And it's great. Yeah.
1: Like you you look at um you look at when he won the title and he's not like got a gut but he's like quite stocky and then you yeah. look at now and he's like trimmed up and he's Ooh. like almost got a six pack. Yeah. Oh, yeah he se- looks good stupid sexy Walter <laughs> uh, uh, and after this we got a Dar vs a hype video uh, going back to the Heritage Cup tournament and talking about how oh, like a actually knocked known Dar out I remember when we watched that like mm. at the, we were thinking that Dar was going to be a like kind of like a surefire finalist if not winner of yeah. the thing that, uh, yeah, yeah yeah, and yeah uh, it's it's interesting to see I've I think A Kid's taking that back. No. He he said, he literally said that the heritage cup defines me. I need I needed to kind of like get my identity back.
0: Well, he needs to find another way of getting his identity back because fucking no I'm keeping hold of that.
1: By kicking the living shit out of it off and Jordan. <laughs> taking the NXT UK title. Yes, boy. Um, <laughs> he could try, it, mate. But... Get,
0: give it to Jordan Devlin. I don't I take it off I'm, him.
1: Um, I think the long game is they're going to give it to Devlin and have Aikid take it off him because of their feud. Go back to their feud. Uh, it's a good I'd so. i yeah. like that a lot. I'd like Aikid to... I, ju- I just want Aikid to just do all the wrestles because he's great. <laughs> um, and After this, we got uh, Amel getting confronted by Ginny and they just have a pull-apart brawl.
0: Um, Ginny just screams... Uh, sorry, Amel screams more stuff in French, which is always fun. I, I like that the way that she conveys her anger. That like, I'm just going to bellow at you in French, even though I can speak English fluently. i can do it in French because it sounds more aggy, and you don't understand what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> you gammon showing a bit there, Troy. You what? Your gammon showing a bit. There. You're my
0: gammon. What are you <laughs> on about? Oh, she should be speaking in English. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I, I like the fact that she is. It's like when Imperium did all their promos. Like and they allow them to speak in German and Italian. Like I like it. Like it's it comes across a lot more. Oh, you're an asshole. Put that <laughs> fish in run right away. Stop trying oh, to reel <laughs> me. <laughs> I do like but- it when they when they allow them speaking there. Um, but native tongue, though it comes across a lot more I, passionate
1: I like that Amel went from relatively chill to I'm going to fucking kill you My nuclear so yeah. quickly yeah yeah. he <laughs> comes up and says Amel I've got something to watch you and Amel just fucking just pushed, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this match though I think Amel's excellent she needs Ooh. kind of she needs an, an opponent like Ginny to really get her over as a face I think yeah. uh, Ginny's like the for me, the top heel in NXT UK. Hmm. You fucking play at Davenport. It's all about Ginny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm I'm intrigued where they're going with this. Okay. And I, I also think it's probably going to be Ginny's kind of like leaving NXT UK for you before she goes over to NXT 2.0 oh, with her other half. Yeah. I- they, they, they've kind of missed the boat on giving them the title, haven't
0: they? Yeah,
1: I feel like it's there's not really much for Ginny to do other than win the women's title, and he missed the boat on that time and time again.
0: I feel like if she does go to NXT 2.0, she's getting a rebrand because I don't see where she fits in over there. You've already got Toxic Attraction, which is not exactly what she is, but their whole gimmick is we're better than you, we're above you. That's her gimmick she, as well.
1: She's a fashionista, mate. Uh,
0: what the fuck is that? That's not a gimmick.
1: Like an influencer. I,
0: I shop in I shop in Knightsbridge and I've got a million followers on Instagram. She has? That's not a gimmick.
1: And confirm. A million followers on Instagram.
0: Well, I'm not one of them. Give a fuck.
1: Um <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just, yeah, I I don't see if she if she does go over there, I don't see where she fits in. I, I've, got, also,
1: I've got the, I've got the fear that brother love's gonna give her a really stereotypical gimmick. Oh god. Like Bollywood actress or something like oh, that. Oh
0: God, no! <laughs> as much as I'm not really that asked about her, I don't want to see that. Like, I, put, I put think. A faction her. Well, that's what they did in progress,
1: and it worked. She had yeah. the house of couture, yeah. and then when she did eventually lose the women's title to uh, Jordan, I think it was Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace basically just bulldozed the entire faction, and then just made the chitty. <laughs> so. That's, who was in that? Was it? Laura Di Matteo? Was she in that? Laura there? Di Matteo. I've got a feeling Nina Samuels was in it. Okay. I can't remember. I mean, I mean, you're doing a Google. I am, yeah. Doing a little Google for the boys.
0: Uh, Progress Wrestling, House of Couture. Uh, who was in it? Who was in it? Here we go. Um... Was that say Charlie Morgan? Is that what that said?
1: She, sure was I a, she was in it, she was in an ST UK for a bit, wasn't she? Charlie Morgan, she was. I she was. I pal.
0: uh, can't see where it says it now. It did come up a second ago and it seems to have disappeared, but yeah, I think I think she'd have benefited from that because it. I still don't I really feel like I dare say, but I
1: think she'd be a better fit for toxic attraction than Mandy Rose.
0: What you mean to join them?
1: To lead them. So maybe she could come in and usurp Mandy after Mandy loses the title.
0: Oh, maybe that's not a bad show.
1: And he can get Mandy back on like Roro SmackDown, where they direly need women's talents.
0: Mm. Oh fuck me! You watched a partner of Robert Stone should be sacked within six months. Who? Robert Stone. What about him? They'll tag. They'll partner her with him.
1: Oh no. Chick, <laughs> I, I think she's got a bit of pull because you know they're not going to like upset Walter are they? No,
0: nah, you don't want to upset. I,
1: I say, and then we see Walter fucking debuting in NXT 2.0 as, in a as Blitzkrieg in a fucking SS uniform. Ah, Blitzkrieg's taken me. Ah, uh,
0: so it'll be down right to the game. ring in a Panzer.
1: <laughs> They'll literally just give him the fucking hide and right gimmick that got that got fucking oh, scrapped.
0: F- fucking hell, no! Please, no! No, no, no! <laughs>
1: We laugh, level. we As, laugh,
0: but
1: <laughs> Brucey P strikes again. <laughs> oh, I'm, I've got the fear. I'm, I'm terrified. Uh, yeah, let, right let's I talk am. about let's talk about the good old days of Walter, though, where he does like a knife na- murder on Nathan Fraser, shall we? A um, actual murder. So Nathan Fraser comes out with his Rollins-esque game. new gear. Aye, looked I like Walter.
0: Yeah.
1: like a uh, Rollins' white boy tights that he had. Did uh, just minus uh, a bit of gold. That Vince fucking hated, which really? everyone else loved. Yeah, that's why he only wore them once. Vince fucking hated it. Oh. Even though it looked like the White Ranger from Power Rangers. He did. Banging. Yeah, banging. I loved it. I enjoyed it a lot. As I say, White Gear's best gear. Just looks right. looks clean. clean. But this this was a little bit it was all right. Um then it it, it looked like it it looked like it was unfinished. Hmm. Um, And I've just put Walter's entrance as the best because you forget, don't because you?
0: Because it is. Yeah.
1: You just fucking forget yeah. when, until you see like the fucking silhouette and hear Dvorak. It's like, oh God. This see, is so-
0: I was there for this. I've never seen Walter enter on his own. I've seen him enter as part of Imperium and obviously that's like, it's pretty much the same. It's pretty cool. I haven't seen him in a singles match before, like live, but I didn't know that he was appearing. So, obviously, at the taping, we didn't get, like, this whole, oh, yeah, this is Walter's tell, last match or anything.
1: You can tell that, like, you was a surprise because the crowd lost the shit. Yeah. When the yeah. lights went
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it was a big surprise. And I, I did think, then, hang on, like, and we'll get to it at the end. But, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say it at the end after you've you've gone through it. Yeah. I I, I didn't realize you were on the entrance. Did you move
1: seats? No. It looked Same place. like... It looked like on the entrance you'd moved over a little bit.
0: Mm, no, same place.
1: I couldn't see you on the entrance. So that's that's I thought that's because
0: they of... kept cutting me off, didn't they?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. they didn't for a certain bit. I'll get to that in a bit. Um, <laughs> so early on in the match, yeah, Walter just toys with Fraser. Um, he, he like pats Fraser on the head and then Fraser like slaps him and fires up, just unloads on Walter with kicks and shops. Uh, goes for like a rebound there. Uh, Crossbody and Walter just catches him, puts him on the top rope, and chops his heart out I his
0: loved it when he did that because he was just like, Right, you get over there, I'm gonna slap through your
1: chest. And then, and then just for good measure, he climbed the top rope and he's doing like <laughs> just stands on it. <laughs>
0: um,
1: the move that I thought was like gonna actually break Tommaso Jumper last year. Um, <laughs> um, there was a really cool spot where Fraser goes for like an acai moonsault and, um misses and Walter like Walter like, does, like just steps back yeah. and then just gets locks him in a reunited really show
0: um, that reminded me of that gif that goes about of Samara Joe I can't remember is it is that he's facing but someone goes to do like a like a backflip or a dive or something off the top turnbuckle
1: he and he turns up.
0: around and he just goes nope just sort of walks away casually like I don't want anything to do with that
1: <laughs> yeah it is um yeah, uh, and Fraser manages to fight out. Uh, he chops the shit out of Walter, and it—it it was just—it was just funny because you could hear the as every chop you could hear the crowd going, "Oh God, he's fucked up! He's fucked up!" Mate. <laughs> Walter, no fucking nonsense, just chops the soul out of his body, like Doctor <laughs> Strange sending him to the fucking astral plane.
0: It—it
1: um, <laughs> it, just one chop as well. He just murdered them with the one, just the one. Um, That's all it needs. It goes for a powerbomb. Um, Fraser reverses it into a Hurricane Rana. Um, and then Walter kicks out of that and just hits him with another chop for the inconvenience. Um <laughs> I like the fact that the the match, the whole match, like the well, the second part of the match was all built around Walter hitting the powerbomb. Yeah. yeah. And Fraser finding more inventive ways to reverse it. Yeah. Um so yeah, um, Walter goes to the shotgun drop kicks. Uh, Fraser sidesteps him and then hits a run and shoot star press. That was a really cool spot. Um, he lands on his feet from like the sleeper plex and then uh, Walter just kicks his head off, clean off his shoulders. That was brutal. It, the, the fucking noise off it was horrible. <laughs> I can only imagine what that would have been like to hear it in the crowd. Yeah, um, man.
0: It's like <laughs> it's like clapping two bricks together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the fact that. Um, Walter's matches have kind of it, it, it's like it's like the, it like quiets the crowd yeah Like yeah, it does you saw a takeover you saw because that was my main worry when they were doing Walter earlier too at a takeover I was like well what made that so good was that it was silent so you heard everything
0: yeah
1: yeah whereas when it, it's almost like a Japanese crowd like those mm. are watching, like kind of shock yeah and he's like, like Nigel McGuinness on commentary compares him to like a Bruno San Martino um, mm. Reminds me a lot of Stan Hansen, like a very old school, like, yeah. bruise and heal,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, uh, fuck, it, it was mad. I was like the, the noise off that. Um, Walter goes for another powerbomb, Fraser reverses it into a code red. Um, and then they, they kind of like go go to the outside. Uh, Fraser shotgun drop kicks Walter into where
0: you are. Did Aye. I? I the barricade that- shifted. <laughs> I'll I love you. the fact
1: that you were just sat there trying to no sell the fact that Walter was just like dying in front of you. <laughs> I literally just put Troy tries to act cool while he's fangirling on the inside. <laughs>
0: what, what you didn't see when the camera took, took like cut away is me and my phone like, taking a picture. Like, ah, there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you see, you see a ghost. I thought you were going to like tap him on the shoulder or something because <laughs> my hands you on you the see barricade. And imagine if fucking was had I chopped your phone out your hand that would have been fucking great
0: <laughs> No pictures I don't know how they've sorted that out on the insurance like what happened wow <laughs> A big Austrian man happened big Austrian man chopped it in half <laughs> A shaved bear hit me He's <laughs> um, <laughs> like a
1: fucking brute off Halo isn't um,
0: he yeah, yeah
1: So yeah uh, Fraser goes to work on Waltz's knee um he goes for a springboard and gets chopped out of the air, which is always good to see. Um, to see Walter goes for another powerbomb and his knee gives away. Um, Fraser hits a kerb stomp and a frog splash. I, I wonder I, I where like,
0: that from. I will. I like
1: the mention on commentary, didn't he? They said like, oh yeah, Fraser's um, taking a move out of his uh, mentor's uh, arsenal. I like the fact that they're kind of like leaning into it. I, I, I don't think it's going to happen, but I'd love it if uh, on like a I know what you're
0: t- going to say. The fr- turns up. Like yeah. we had Devlin and, and um, Ballon.
1: Yeah. 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 And Il- you and know, Cesaro. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I'd, I'd love it if uh, Rollins showed up and we got like a match between him and Fraser on a takeover when we It'll finally happen.
0: get it. I guarantee it. Like if, if we get another takeover, which again, more on that later, if we get him, uh, get one, that will absolutely happen. It, it, it definitely
1: feels like they're building Fraser up for a big year.
0: Yeah. They need to because I've uh, until this match, I had zero interest or like investment into him because they'd given no reason for me to do so. It it does seem like he's getting a bit of a
1: repackage with the new gear and he's cut his hair and he looks a bit like, looks a little bit more like AJ Styles if you squint.
0: (laughs) Uh, If you squint.
1: Yeah, it definitely feels like that. And I mean, let's face it, there was, there was. There was times in this match I thought Fraser was gonna win. Yeah. Which is rare in a Walter match because you just kind of expect him to just go in, do a murder, and leave. It's um, also
0: rare in a Nathan Fraser match. Yes. Cause... I don't know, Nathan
1: Fraser matches. You, you kind of you think, oh yeah, maybe this is the one where he wins, and then like A Kid fucking locks him in the Oma platinum and start punching his arm as he's like not tapping out. <laughs> um and then, yeah, just upsets people. Oh. Still, imagine if a kid was on terminus tonight, that'd be fucking great. Oh give me a kid versus Jonathan Gresham. Just fucking do it. Just, <laughs> I'm sure to progress and challenge Jonathan, Jonathan Gresham. When with it, yeah. Um and yeah, um, so he hits the pat the frog splash. Um, Walter kicks out, he goes up top for something else. Walter just close lines his knee. <laughs> yeah, <under> man.
0: <laughs> it was horrible. Um, get down. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was like it was literally like fucking like swatting a fly out the air, um, <laughs> and then he just murders him with a power bomb, picks up the win. Yeah, uh, this this was great, great match. match. Great match. It was. It was. I thought this was one of the worst episodes of NXT UK we've had in a while.
0: It was a one match show,
1: but it was a one match show. It was definitely yeah. built around this match and yeah. this match alone, and the rest was kind of just like to pad it out. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was that was NXT. It was, as I say, great main event. Everything else was a bit, a bit lackluster. But well, what were yeah. your highs and lows to you?
0: Uh, high was obviously uh, Walter and Frazier. Um, and my low was not so much the match itself, but just the constant cuts to Ginny in the commentary brief in the match between man and Stevie Turner.
1: I completely agree with you.
0: Yeah. Detracted away from what could have been a fairly... Serviceable match. Um, it probably would have made this episode a little bit more than a one-match card. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the the tag team match that kicked off didn't really do too much for me. Um, and yeah, the distractions peed me right off. Uh, but yeah, Walter versus Nova Frazier was really good. Uh, a great send-off for Walter, um, and it made it it gave Fraser, I think, a little bit more sort of reinvigoration in terms of character, what he can do. I almost
1: think that the way they're kind of building it up um, with Fraser is that they're they're kind of like getting him closer and closer to a big win. So when he does get a big win, it's going to mean a lot more than when he doesn't.
0: If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. Um, I've got a few talking points about LXC UK. And I, I, oh, hate yeah. to, I, I hate to say it, because it's it's one of the few things that WWE put out that I enjoy watching week in, week out without fail. Mm. I do, however, feel that it's starting to go a little bit stale, and I think that's for one of several reasons. I it think
1: feels like they needs a bigger show to kind of blow off a few things. Yeah. It and does. also need to stop making Gallus a thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there's a few things here for me that is causing that to happen. I think it needs to go back to crowds. I think it misses the energy of a larger audience. Yeah. I think they need to do a takeover. There needs mm. to be a marquee event. Even if they do it once a year, e- there needs to be a
1: even if they do it like the um, the WrestleMania show they did where it was like just an hour show of banging matches.
0: Yeah. Or like an hour and a half. Like I wouldn't be like, because we, we never get any more than an hour. We get what, an hour and 10 max of NXT UK. I, Even I if they like, said we're going to do an hour and a half show. And yeah. We're, we're going to treat it like
1: a... I, I feel like the way they could do it, if, they, if they're if really like, because it seem, it seems like part of like, WWE downsizing is that they are reluctant to do like a lot of stuff with NXT UK. Mm. Um, I, I feel like the kind of way they could get around not doing takeovers for it would be, um, well, two, one or two things they could do it like uh, the way AEW kind of have started doing it this year with um the fact they only do four pay per views by having like a, a one off special. Mm. Like the Battle of Belts the mm-hmm. other week. Do do some of them. So they could do the episode, the episode of NXT UK, and then on a separate day, like a Saturday or a Sunday, do the one-off special. Um I, I think with the rebrand of NXT, it's quite hard for them to kind of go, Oh yeah, we're we're still
0: NXT. Yay!
1: Because mm. it's got the old NXT logo. It it does feel largely like an afterthought.
0: Yeah. Even though the referees have got the new NXT logo on their shirts, I missed that. Yeah, they've had it for a good few weeks now. Okay, good few weeks, maybe longer, but yeah, NXT uh, UK refs have got that.
1: Okay, I didn't see that. Uh, yeah. Maybe then they wait until we can get to properly touring the UK mm. and do a full rebrand, which I'm terrified of because just just what just tuning in tuning into NXT UK and seeing. Sid Scarlett's gone, but Neil Buchanan's in his place.
0: <laughs> um I also think oh go on, you had some gas to say.
1: Uh oh, I was gonna say the, the other the <clears> other thing <throat> they could do is um uh like w- the way they did like Walter and Ilya on the takeover, so they could do NXT UK like the big blow of matches on a takeover.
0: If yeah. If they're uh, not going to do their own takeover,
1: yeah, like on a, on like the NXT events, or and then it, again it gets new eyes on the product, doesn't it? Um mm-hmm. And or do like an NXT versus NXT UK well, like well. the like other
0: World. thing I was about to say was do another Worlds Collide event because that was and, tr- really and cool. treat that as a takeover because that was cool that was really good yeah like we got to see that when when we went to the Rumble and they did the Worlds Collide event then and, and we got we got
1: deep in the crowd
0: that's right correct. We got DIY against Mustache Mountain,
1: and we got Imperium based on Undisputed the Era.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's just do that again. That was good.
1: The only chance we'll ever get to see Adam Cole and <laughs> there. for
0: now. The other couple of points I'd like to make on this that I feel that would help this kind of what I say is almost like a a, a plateau in NXT UK is. Some more stipulations in matches mm. to to mix things up a bit. As I was saying earlier, like with the tag team tournament, make it a multi man tag match, a tornado like tornado tag match, ladder match, like whatever. But putting a few things like that in, and I'm not saying every single match has to be, or there has to be at least one every week, because we have a stipulation match in the Heritage Cup, and that's mm. nice because they don't use it every week, and it seems refreshing. But then we and get it's these other kind matches
1: of as well.
0: Yeah, but then we get other matches where it would benefit from being a stipulation match or even having the wrestler call out. Like, say, Charlie Dempsey only wrestles wrestles submission matches because he's a a submission specialist, A kid only wrestles submission matches.
1: Oh, god, no,
0: but you know what I mean? Like, stuff like that, I'd like to see more of that. Like, backstage brawl, like, full scan anywhere. I mean, they they have done them
1: in the past, I think. I know they have. In a way, I actually think that when when they do lean into like the stipulations, it actually means more that they don't use it every week. Like I know. Well, not every yeah, week, yeah. it it means more that they don't use it as frequently as they do as they could. Mm. Um like you look. Which I'm where-
0: fine with. Like I'm fine with that. I just think there's situations where they could maybe they could maybe get themselves out of a corner, like they the lack of tag teams currently in division wouldn't be highlighted so much if they didn't say it's a tournament.
1: I I think they should lean more into using like
0: outside UK talent. That's my next point is
1: there needs to be an injection of new wrestlers. they largely benefit and like they've got obviously well, they had the working relationship with progress. What the new owners say is another thing. Mm. The fact that Jonathan Gresham was showing up indicates to me that maybe the WWE ties have been severed there. Mm. But then they're still showing it on the network, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, they've got like progress. They've got ICW, they've got WSW. Yeah, they've got like welts of talent mm. across Europe. Um, they they could even like lean into like promotions like TNT and uh, Resurgence and
0: yeah,
1: and or, uh, what's the one in um what's the one in Bristol? Attack Pro.
0: Attack. Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah. Like, they, they could lead Or Rift um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They could lean into those promotions and, like, almost like the way NXT used to be, where they'd get, like, indie talents in mm. that people already knew and, like, to go, oh, fuck, I, I look, I little Put a bit more at, of a
0: spotlight on them.
1: I'm going to watch that because I want to see this guy wrestle or this girl wrestle. Um, I don't think they will, as I say. I feel like the kind of shift in power in NXT 2.0 is starting to have a ripple effect on NXT UK in the sense mm. that they probably don't care about it. Yeah. And it's... it's it's one of those things where they can't release the talent because of, like, the UK labour laws, but they can definitely kind of, like, let it wind down.
0: Mm. Which is what I, it feels like they've done with a fair few people.
1: It feels like they're doing it with the brand as a whole. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of, like, the kind of stalwarts that you, you, the people you can see would benefit from sticking around, like a tie, like Mustache Mountain, like pretty deadly, like a kid, like Charlie Dempsey, unfortunately, like Gallus, um, end up kind of shifting over to NXT 2.0. Mm. And we've already seen that with like people like Kaylee Ray and Walter going over there. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they start when it gets closer to winding down, they start kind of like shifting people over, and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is a shame, but, you know.
0: I really hope not, but I get what you mean.
1: Um mm. But yeah. The, the, the I, other thing is, if A-Kid leaves WWE, that means we get A-Kid in New Japan, which I'm fucking here for.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Give me,
1: give me A-Kid versus <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: I'm glad we had that little chat. There's yeah. a few, few little burning points there that I think they'd benefit from. Um, And we'll see how it pans out over the next weeks and months or so, as hopefully the world starts to open up. We may well see them go back on the road and tour. We may well see another takeover. We may see an injection of talent. It depends on those working relationships with other promotions, but I certainly think that would help... but for now, it is still enjoyable to watch, and we do have yeah. Jordan Devlin against Ilya Dragonoff to look forward to in a fortnight. So,
1: and it could yeah. knock on next week,
0: exactly, exactly.
1: Let's see. He could kick daz Darsjor into another fucking plane of existence. <laughs> he'll, he'll have been watching Wrestle Kingdom. He'll have seen Shabazz kick the shit out of fucking the other fellow, Randarita. <laughs> like I can do that. <laughs> I could do that. I, right. He kids are going to Minoru Suzuki. Yes, made the
0: all. that wraps things up for this week's review of nxc uk thank you as always for listening it is very very much appreciated if you don't already give us a follow on our social media facebook youtube and instagram at untitled wrestling podcast and twitter twitch and discord at untitled rest pod we'll catch you soon guys all the best bye bye hello yes dan here dan has been summing you must love this podcast housing the untitled wrestling podcast (laughs) Housing.